G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When you're listening into Vision, we'll often talk about things like connecting faith to life. It's a special place that's grown in the hearts of listeners all around Australia as Vision has continued to expand over these decades into broadcast, into print, into our digital presence and we're all anticipating all these areas are going to continue to grow. Well, next week is Visionathon Week. It's a time when we celebrate God at work in the lives of everyday people as we share stories and testimonies from across Australia. Let's get an update and an insight into why Visionathon next week and what's the big deal. Phil Edwards is the CEO of Vision Christian Media and he's joining us. Hello, Phil. Welcome along. Good morning, Neil. It's always a pleasure. Phil, keeping on going, keeping on growing. This is what the Visionathon is all about. Give us your insights into how we are going and what are the anticipated things on the horizon where we're going to keep growing. Well, uh, all things considered, I think we're going very well, actually, Neil. If you look back over the history of this ministry, it's been nothing short of phenomenal to see how vision has grown from nothing, you know, all those years ago. Uh, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall back in 1988. I think it was about the the 1st of December or something. So it was around this time of the year uh, when the, the our six founders got together and said, well, we know we need to do this. We're not quite sure where to start, but we'll just commit this to the Lord. And uh, they had in mind uh, a, a, a vision to see a Christian radio across Australia, and that's grown. And, of course, a lot of other things have come along as well in that time, where today you know, we have a, uh, a potential footprint just from our broadcast outlets of over 10 million Australians. Now, they're not all listening, but uh, but there is a lot of people who are. And, in fact, I saw some figures the, the other day from an independent uh, survey that showed on a monthly basis there are three quarters of a million people who listen into this radio network around Australia. That is significant. It's very significant. And, uh, of course, there's only one listening to us that's important right now, and that's the listener who's listening to you and I have a conversation. But that's interesting, isn't it, the way radio is so personal and yet it can be so influential and so wide-reaching across a big, broad nation like ours. And, of course, radio is not the only thing we do, Neil. We started out in radio. And really, you know, as I've thought about this uh, and wanting to honour the original founders and what their vision was, and they were thinking radio because that was the opportunity that they had at the time. But really, their motivation was the gospel. As you read through those original meeting minutes, you'll see very clearly the reason why they were doing it was for the propagation of the gospel. And that's at the heart of what we do today. Radio is a big part of what we do today, uh, as is printed media and also uh, online media and also using other technology. And I can see into the future, uh, well, I I can envisage into the future. Let me rephrase that. Um, I'd love to be able to see into the future. Wouldn't that be good or scary? Uh, but I can envisage that what we will be doing in the future may actually look look very different as we become more interactive as the technology allows us to do that. But the key thing is, Neil, this is about the propagation 
of the gospel, promoting the gospel is at the heart of what we're about, and we do that through media. And the gospel has become all the more important, let alone truth aspects. But just this year has been such a significant year. It's been tough, and I've lost count of the number of times. It's like an unprecedented number of times I've heard the word unprecedented. (laughs) And uh, the changes that have been going on this year, the bushfires and the drought, uh, then, of course, COVID, and then we've been under all sorts of election pressures of recent times, different states and and, uh, the ACT and the US as well. A time for truth, Phil, a time for the gospel, to flourish. There perhaps is no other time like this now that it's more important to have a Christian voice on the radio and in print and in the digital formats. You know, as much as there is a lot to be concerned about what's going on in our world at the moment, uh, and that's not just the political scene, the the number of people that are uh, ending up down dead-end roads and, and ultimately you know, even committing suicide, that is an absolute tragedy. But people are looking for something that is real. They're looking for substance. They're looking for something that's going to last and actually give them satisfaction. They're trying to get satisfaction out of buying things. You know, as the Rolling Stones said, I I can't get no satisfaction. Well, that's what happens when you go looking in the wrong place. But when you actually go look to the only place of true certainty where there is that eternal truth. So we talk about truth. There's lots of things that are true. There are lots of things uh, that, that... are just principles that are true. They happen all around us in nature and all kinds of things. But there's only one eternal truth, and that is that God did make us. He wants to know us. And without him, we're actually, well, we're in a boat that's going to sink. And our driver is really because we love God. We want to tell people that far and wide and and help in really practical ways. And, you know, you do that on your program here on, uh, on 2020. You're not always, you know, espousing the four spiritual laws and and uh, sort of bringing people to the foot of the cross with every every word. But our driver is to help people to understand what is God's way of thinking. And for some people, that's offensive. For some people, that's revolutionary. For some people, it's just a reminder that they needed to hear. And all of those are listening to us and accessing what we do through media. The beautiful thing is that truth comes packaged in a person and he is the person who can relate to every element of our lives. And there is a certain sense, isn't there, that what vision does is helps people look to God and wanting to do that on a daily basis. When we get to Visionathon next week, there'll be people who are thinking, will I give again? There'll be a lot of people who'll say, will I give for the very first time? What are your thoughts around people and the way that vision is going to continue to go and to grow? And it's the fact that we're all in this together. Well, the first thing I uh, first thing I'd say is for those who've given before, thank you. We we can't have done what we've done so far and got as far as we have down the road without the support of many many thousands, in fact, tens of thousands of people over the last thirty plus years who've sown in finances and many of them in really sacrificial ways because they get it. So thank you so much. And I would encourage you, as we did last time we did this, to just go to God and say, well, what do you want me to do? It's not so much about going, oh, yeah, these guys are putting the call out for some donations and maybe I will, maybe I won't. No, ask God. Ask God, how should I respond? And that's the same thing for anybody who, you know, whether you've given before or, or if you haven't. Uh, and what I would also say that this is good soil. The, the testimonies that keep coming in time and time again 
demonstrate that when you sow a seed in this ministry, it is actually going to hit the mark and produce good fruit. Give you a good example of that. Someone who's just in the last uh, 48 hours made this comment on our website. Uh, and these are coming in all the time. And they're talking about our daily devotion, the word for today. They say, the, the word for today has been my devotion for the last seven years. You don't stick with something that long unless it's actually good stuff. They say it's been God's way of speaking to me to give me strength, comfort, direction, and to bring me back on course. I love that because that's actually what we're all about. We just want to get in the middle of people's day. I don't know whether they read it in the morning or the night or whenever it is, but we get in the middle of people's day, just like we're getting in the middle of your day right now as you listen to this, and we inject God's perspective into that. We bring his perspective on life in general, you know, the really big picture questions. We bring his perspective on the little things that we wrestle with. You know, should I make this decision or that decision? Uh, maybe we're in the middle of something. We just can't get our eyes off a problem. You know, maybe there's been a, a death in the family or somebody's lost their job or, or there's some other thing that we're wrestling with and a song comes on the radio or we read something in that devotion or an email turns up in my inbox or there's a message that arrives on my phone. And it just reminds me, like, oh, God, actually, yes, I need to ask you about this. It's that really simple thing that we do over and over and over and over, every minute of every day that has huge value. And that's why I say this is a this is good soil to sow a seed in. And I'd encourage you, as I said, ask God, how should I respond? Take it seriously. Phil, no doubt you have the sorts of conversations that I do too where people are absolutely amazed when they hear of the number of stations that there are around Australia now. And the thought that, well, wouldn't you be concentrating on the big population centres? Wouldn't you be concentrating on the capital cities? And they're also just as astounded when they hear that we're interested in small country towns, regional communities. And I know that there's some plans afoot, but love to hear it from the CEO. What are the plans for the coming year? And Visionathon's all a part of this, but what's coming next year with the plans that we've got for expansion? Well, Neil, you know, regional places, out of the way places, that's a big part of our, our DNA that has been for many years. And, you know, I stand on the shoulders of our former CEO, Ian Warby. Uh, who's still here working with us in the building in a different capacity now, reaching out around Asia-Pacific. But uh, Ian and team in the early days almost literally crawled over crushed glass to get vision established on radio in a lot of these places. Uh, and even today, we, we go out of our way to get to tiny little places, you know, like Lake Nash uh, is one that really sticks to mind for me because there's a great story with that one. It's a, an Indigenous community. If I got it right, it's about 80% Indigenous community. Uh, just inside the Northern Territory border on uh, the Queensland side of the Northern Territory, uh, there was a lady there who was a, a missionary for many years and she was about to retire uh, and they asked, could we get a vision station there? Now, logistically, getting to a place like that, it's uh, it's a big job. It's a, a very big job and uh, took a while, but we got there. And there are many, many stories like that where people have partnered with us, they've seen what we're doing, We've also had the passion and desire, and we've got together and go and gone, okay, well, how can we do this? Let's make it happen. And we're about to launch something really exciting, Neil. So this year, as you know, it's been an interesting one. Yep. Uh, it's been an interesting one for us too, because we've uh, this year moved into this new facility that we're in now, and that lays the groundwork for us to take new ground into the future and continue growing. And we're not sitting on our hands Starting next year, there's two really significant things that we're going to be doing. One is 
we're lighting a fire under uh, the number of stations that we want to get on over the next three years. So we've, over the last few years, we've slowed down a little bit because we've been trying to cope with the growth, but we're in a position now to ramp that up again. And so over the next three years, we have a plan to put on Vision Radio in another 100 regional towns and cities around Australia. Some of them are little tiny places, a place like Turrawina, which you've probably never heard of, out in the (laughs) middle of New South Wales. It's between Gilgandra and Coonabarabran, if you know where those places are. Little places, only a few hundred people there. That will be one of the places that receive uh, a vision station. Uh, And then there are bigger places as well, like Port Macquarie in New South Wales. That's a fairly substantial city on the coast of New South Wales. That will also receive a vision station. And uh, 98 others around, at least 98 others around Australia over the next uh, three years in regional areas. So that's one significant thing we're doing. So we've still got a passion to get out there, and particularly into regional Australia. The beautiful thing about Visionathon is it's a two-way conversation, isn't it? It's not just people hearing of good things that are happening here, but it's also our opportunity to hear all sorts of wonderful testimonies that come from people all over Australia when they're calling in and, you know, some of them are very sacrificially giving a donation and they're, they're telling their story. And some of those are so, so moving, Phil. Ah, oh, absolutely, Neil. And The stories we hear of people where we've, as I said before, we've just got in the middle of their circumstance and spoken a word to them at the right time. I've heard a number of of people tell stories where they've just come out of a really harrowing situation, counselling somebody, they've been uh, dealing with a road accident. Uh, One was a policeman, I remember, in that circumstance where he just dealt with the most gruesome uh, situation, got in his police car switched on the ignition, and he'd been listening to Vision before it came back on, and the words of encouragement that uh, that just washed over him, uh, that that filled him back up again as he was driving back, you know, to do all the paperwork and everything else that they have to do. People in the, going about their daily lives, some of them are on the top of the world and some of them are in the deepest valleys, and yet God has something to say to all of us if only we will listen, and that's what we're trying to help people to do, to actually hear his voice, hear his word, and stop in this crazy world that we're in where we're going a million miles an hour and to turn our attention to him. And that's what we do every day is to help people to look to God. And it's really simple. He does the rest. Let me ask you about what the goal is, because sometimes these Visionathon goals, they've got a little bit of shock value when you first hear, ooh, we're hoping that people will respond at that level. Give us an insight here into what you'll be anticipating in Visionathon next week. Well, the total that we're going for, Neil, uh, is something that we've seen before. In fact, it's less than we've seen before. So we we know that God's got a good track record in supplying uh, through these uh, these appeals. When we put the message out, people respond as uh, as He works on their heart. And so next week we are looking to raise nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars over the course of the four day event. Now that is a lot nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars for any individual or for most people. It's a lot of money. For some people, well, you know, <laughs> that's breakfast, I suppose. But but for most of us, it's a lot of money. But when we all come together, when we all play our part, it's actually really achievable. And we've seen that before. And just cast your mind back six months ago, Neil, when we last did this, we raised over $1.2 million. 
Uh, and that was, you know, right in the the very uncertain times of COVID, and we didn't know what was going to happen, and God came through. And we've seen him come through time and time again. So it's not so much about the, the big amount. It's actually about all, all of us playing our part and doing what we can with what we have. For some people, that's $10. For some people, it's $100,000. And again, just ask God, what do you want me to do? You've given me resource. What do you want me to do with it? Well, at this time of the week, in the week before a visionathon, just around the corridors here and the broadcast team, there's an extra buzz, there's an extra skip in the step uh, in anticipation of what's coming in the week ahead. And so I want to let listeners in on that too, and you can find out some more about Visionathon when you go to vision.org.au. I imagine you can make a donation from now, Phil. Can you make an early one? Some people have been getting in early, Neil, so if you want to do that, then uh, by all means. But the important thing to remember is this is just really, really timely. God's word going out is timely at any time, but just stop for a minute and look around and look and see how many people are just going down dead-end tracks. And if you have a passion like we do to see the word of God be promoted and upheld uh, in our nation through media, then uh, I just invite you to come and partner with us because our passion is there. We've been doing this for a long time. I hope that you know you can see we've got a good track record here uh, and we have no reason to step away from what we're doing. We're going to continue chasing after it to reach out to every Australian, to make sure that the Word of God is within easy reach of every Australian uh, because there's plenty of uh, people and forces out there that are trying to do the opposite. We want to make sure that we're we're in there and helping people to really know where to find that eternal truth of God. It'll be about helping people look to God daily. So vision.org.au, you'll find a link there where you can find out more about Visionathon. It starts next Tuesday. Phil Edwards is the CEO at Vision Christian Media. Phil, thanks for the update. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.